0: It's the Ten to One podcast with your host Brad Oman, featuring Ben Conowitz and Nate Laughs and here's the podcast. Hello boys. Hey, we're back. We did it. Bam, 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 my bang bang what? I'm, I'm going to break out my flute and play. Oh, I thought you were going to for some reason, I heard you say, I'm going to break out my fancy plate. <laughs>
1: we know things are getting serious if that happens. The mm-hmm. fancy
0: plate is out. He's got a nice golden girls plate. <laughs> Big B. Arthur fan. Hmm. Rue McClanahan. Big B. Arthur is my favorite pro wrestler, by the way. <laughs>
1: ben, I, I'm a little impressed you just... You brought out Rue McClan- McClanahan? Estelle
0: Getty and yeah. Betty White.
1: Yes, yes,
2: you know all of them. Way yeah. to go, buddy. Hey, man, I'm golden girls for life. <laughs> I honestly don't know how I know, though. Okay, well, <laughs> Just found something out of found something out about myself just
0: now. <laughs> Didn't know that was in the deep recess. I don't know algebra, by the way, at all. Well, we can get worried if he knows the whole cast of Empty Nest. That's when... <laughs> All right so, boys how are you Lizzo. how are oh, you oh
2: jeez she was on she ready? was on the show she was, I don't know if you know this, she was the host and the musical guest.
1: Which, uh, did you guys see that SNL was like the first time the host has ever <laughs> introduced, introduced themselves? And then somebody's like, uh, Chance, Chance the rapper. rapper.
2: Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they said that yes. earlier. Really? Wow. And then Lizzo had to, re- this is the daily and age we live in. Lizzo had to respond and be like, oops, well, they told me I was. Sorry. Like,
1: <laughs> Lauren he was told me. You know? So
0: weird. Lauren's forgetting things. <laughs> but
1: he, he, I'm, I'm going to say this. I know it's controversial. He's not very young anymore. Oh, no. So I want I just want to put that
0: like not there. only does like he it's, it's... It's weird because he doesn't sound like the impressions of Lauren that everybody knows now. It's starting to change because he's getting older.
1: He's got more vibrato in his yeah. voice. Yeah, like it's like
0: it's like know. when you hear James Earl Jones doing the Darth Vader voice in Rogue One, or like, oh, he's getting old. That's not the same as it used to be.
1: How old is James Earl Jones? Because I thought he was old. He's got a, back in he, his eighties.
0: am I'm, I'm, yeah, at least his eighties. He might yeah. even be like in his hundred and six. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: maybe. But um, so uh, what,
0: what's Ben
2: laughing I about? Just like thinking about Simba, look up. Oh, all of this will be your like. It's just not even James Earl Jones. anymore. Like you can hear that he's missing teeth. Oh like no! That's what, oh, stop. Oh. Do,
1: there will no longer will, be tolerated James not, Earl Jones hate. You will this
0: not podcast. disparage Mister Jones. James Earl Jones. Let's let's see how old this guy. Eighty eight. Uh, ninety one. Oh, is he really ninety one? Ninety one. Wow. He j- just turned uh, turned ninety one this year. Or no, no? Yeah. So what? Rogue one was what twenty. 20- 16, 15? 2016, 2017? Vader's
2: voice at at 85, 85, 86,
0: 86, 86 years old. Like, okay, well, yeah, well, then I'm giving him credit, and he'll probably be doing it again too for for Obi Wan. Do you think they already recorded it just in case? Hopefully.
1: <laughs> sure. Well, now they've got enough like AI stuff where they can just like play all this previous stuff and Luke. I am your it. father. I mean, not
0: to get off on a whole tangent here, but that, <laughs> that actually is literally what they did for Luke Skywalker's voice in his, uh, his most recent appearance uh, in the book of Boba Fett. Is they had they went through archive recordings of Mark Hamill behind the scenes, all the old movies and everything, took everything. And they recreated the younger version of Mark Hamill's voice by using AI to do do it.
2: Do we did was it overlaid over Mark Hamill's current like the words, and then they just no
0: No, that way they don't have
1: to pay Mark Hamill.
0: Um, (laughs) No, (laughs) seriously, because they probably can't like afford to do Mark Hamill all the time. So yeah.
1: So are you saying that we have enough probably recorded footage of Ben that if we want to just add him to this podcast, you
0: know, through AI, we possibly could. Absolutely. Good uh, and, and who I'm says we ben haven't already?
2: Me, Ben, for fun. Nah, tons. see, that's
0: too good to be AI.
1: <laughs> hey guys, uh, Pop, uh, I got a question for you. Yeah, the last time Lizzo was on SNL, who
2: was the host? Oh, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, James McElroy.
0: That's no. that's a that's a person from. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Yeah, is that one of the McElroy brothers from my brother, my brother and me, the podcast?
1: I have no idea who that is, but yes, Bradford ma-
0: been making names up. I don't know. Uh, Lizzo. Let's see. She got pretty popular. I will will give you.
1: I will. Nope. I will give you a hint. The I'm going to say
0: Jennifer Lopez.
1: December twenty first, two thousand nineteen. She was the musical guest. Who was the host? Two
2: thousand nineteen. December twenty nineteen. So
1: it was. It was a Christmas episode. Was it? It was a very popular episode. Uh,
0: Timberlake
2: made
1: made headlines.
0: Trump. Christmas episode. Trump. I'm gonna say you guys,
1: you guys. I know you guys aren't too
2: guys. short
0: of memory. Eddie Murphy. Uh, uh, <laughs> ah, <laughs> he was the, one, once
1: once a, a big
2: Trump. comedy man. I, I don't know if you know this. Pretty funny. Yeah, pretty funny. That guy. Was that was his at, first uh, time Eddie hosting Murray.
1: back, right? I mean, yeah. that was coming back was to was the a big show. Deal. It was a big deal. So yes, she was the musical guest when Eddie Murphy uh, hosted uh, in 2019, and so this is her first time, obviously back, but first time as a host. So yeah. Um, I, I have a feeling that we're not going to be on the same page about this because I already know a little bit about what Brad thinks about it because he texted me, "eh." I think he is what you, you said. No, I didn't uh, say
0: "eh." I just said, "I said it's not great."
1: Yeah, and <laughs> I said not to you because I didn't want to get. Um, he said,
0: "Well, I've laughed a couple times, so no, I think you're no, wrong."
1: No, I do think you're wrong.
0: I think it was a good episode. So I, it
1: was. So I, no, I'm going to say this. I think Liz was a good host. <gasps>
0: We'll get to it. <laughs> we'll get. To, we'll get to it. This is. Uh, yeah. Well, let's just dig in. The what was the cold open, Nate? Uh, cold Open was Easter
1: Wishes, uh, written by Mike DeCenzo, James Austin Johnson, and Colin Jost. The Easter Bunny, played by Bowen Yang, invites Dr. Fauci, Marjorie Taylor Green, Mayor Eric Adams, Elon Musk, Britney Spears, Jared Leto, and Donald Trump to share their Easter Wishes. Um, so obviously had like 10 different cast members in this. A political sketch, but a little bit different than than the typical political sketch. There yeah. wasn't like a, a Fox News cold opening or anything right. like that. So. Um, Mikey Day played Elon Musk who's obviously right now in, in a lot of the headlines because of Twitter, these kind of things Did you like his Elon Musk impression?
0: Not particularly uh, I I didn't, it, didn't, it didn't feel weird enough
1: <laughs> it, exactly. it
0: didn't. Like Elon Musk's real voice is way weirder than that also, I, I don't know. I know that Elon Musk is on
2: the spectrum, and so I I I just I, it's it's borderline because I don't know. Are you are is you he on the spectrum? Yeah, are you allowed to do that? Wow, well, Brad, that was really rude to make fun of him. Nah, man, he's kind of an asshole. <laughs> he is kind of an asshole, but that's also like it's. It can be
0: problematic. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you're on the spectrum and you are at the, the the state that he is, like you you are inviting. Yeah.
1: Yeah, at some point you 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 get criticism. Right? Yeah, like I get you, it. You, you yeah. It's
0: not uh, it's
2: not carte blanche to be an asshole. Yeah. You get right. That. At the same time I don't know that you you can mock a speech pattern of somebody with an Well, he's also, he's also well, South African, the, right? The, yeah. So yeah. Well, that's,
0: that's the thing is it's it's not even necessarily a speech pattern that like is indicative of him being on the autism spectrum. It's because of Are all people from there autistic then? <laughs> it's because of his his background. Yeah. Like, like his accent, and it doesn't even sound like a typical South African accent. Really, it's a little bit different. Sounds like a robot from yeah, South Africa. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So anyway, the sketch. What did you guys think of the sketch? I'll start with I, you, Ben.
2: Again, I will always take this over their stupid, stupid, dumb, dumb Fox News cold open bullcrap. Yeah, I hate that so much that anything is a reprieve, and I'm fine with it. That being said. Cut it down again, man. You're it's way too long. There are a lot of not really great impression. well, not, not stuff I want to see as far as impressions. Like
0: a lot of things shoehorned into like we didn't yeah. like like Britney Spears again. We didn't need that. No, I don't, no, so don't the same way we didn't need it the first time. You, know, did you
2: know what I was good with? Uh, Kyle Mooney as uh, Jared Leto. I didn't even I like was, that. But I, I didn't know, but I was fine with it. If it it, it should have been that and a couple things like it. Instead of because I haven't seen that impression yet, so uh, I, I'm I'm good with different stuff. But again, the repeat of Britney and then Marilyn Tedger, whatever the hell her name is, like, Marjorie, get her out of, I don't Mar- care anymore. I don't care anymore. It's
1: done. Marjorie Taylor Johnson. Yeah, um, whatever. Taylor, Taylor Green, Green, Green. Sorry. Well, I agree with you. I think let's make fun of Jared Leto because I think he's very make funnable. Um, in a different sketch, in a different way. Yeah. Like I just didn't. I didn't think he he served anything there. Um, I didn't dislike this one. I will say that I'm with you, Ben. I didn't dislike it. I like the idea. I liked that it they... better than some of the other ones yeah. this season. Uh, I, you know, again, it was fine. It was fine. <laughs>
2: It's if that's what they're going to choose to do to get the pop culture stuff out, or the, the topical pop culture stuff out of the way.
0: Yeah, I'm fine with it. You know, if that's and what I they would need much
1: rather them go this way of trying to like bring it into something else. Yeah. you
0: know, um, even the the Trump stuff was enjoyable yep. because of just the nonsense stream. You know, and I'm okay yep. if that's how they. Again, if that's where it needs to be bottled up and used,
2: fine. Then I don't get a whole Trump sketch later on that yeah. i don't want and
1: in, in, in james austin johnson's trump is so good you do have to feature it occasionally right yeah. it's just so good and i i um,
2: never mind it because of how good he is with it uh it's it's growing on me how we i heard him on john i was watching john oliver the other night and then he actually had a clip of trump and like we like bail and i were like if you close your eyes you that's that's uh uh james austin johnson yeah like it's crazy how good he is also,
1: I'm done with... Is that uh, his name? I I know, obviously, this is a New York City-centric show. What? Um, (laughs)
2: Live from Omaha! (laughs) It's Tuesday afternoon. Hear me out
1: here. It's a New York uh, City-centric show. However... I'm done with the Eric Adams impressions and skit, sketches. I just don't I mean like, they've only I don't, they've I don't, only done it
0: they only did it once before, didn't they? No, a, and it was right after had, that big press conference. In, they've had him in I a couple of ones. Oh, okay. I think yeah, this is the time. Yeah, this one felt back. unnecessary. I liked it the the previous two times because Chris Red's good yeah. at it. Um, I just but, don't
1: know enough about Eric Adams, quite frankly, so I don't know if he's good at it. You
0: honestly don't need to. It's just it's okay. <laughs> it's mostly it's mostly just like his brash way of talking to people, like yep. he like he just doesn't give a fuck and like
2: I liked it the first couple times, but like again, this it didn't have any more to say. Is this? Yeah. it's a yeah. repeat now. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. exactly. Be audacious. The, the last, with
0: it. the last, like I mean, most of the yeah, the guests they cycled through. Like it just felt like, all right, let's do a cavalcade of you know topical people who have been in the headlines this okay, week. Okay, maybe that's my biggest complaint about this sketch. It's hey, it's Britney Spears.
2: What did she say? What did she do? Name, name, name what did she, she talking about? She's having a baby. Nope, having a baby. nope. It was just Britney Spears saying, I'm Britney Spears. That's all I remember. And yeah. then it was Jared Leto being Jared Leto. Like it, There was nothing to say here. Yeah. It was just like, you just have to like, check the boxes that they're fun all there. Of Jared yeah. Leto
1: very possibly, maybe even likely being a cult leader. Yeah. Right? Um, make fun of that.
0: Yeah. Get, get into it a little deeper, guys. Come on.
1: Yeah.
0: Make fun of Morbius. The living vampire. How dare you? <laughs> Anyway.
1: Alright, moving on. Moving Monologue on. written by Mike DiCenzo, Vanessa Jackson, Lizzo, and Jake Nordwin. Um Lizzo talked about her love of swearing and her TED talk on twerking before addressing the rumors about herself. Um, I thought she did really well. I, I, here's the thing about Lizzo. She's really charismatic. And, I, I, and, and again... I don't think she has a ton of acting experience or anything. She's not done a lot, a lot of you know comedy and stuff. Obviously, in interviews, she's delightful. She 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 makes people laugh on on uh, social media and stuff like that. But she came out and I think she did well. I, I really did. Um, we've had actors that have done a lot worse than her.
0: Yes. Yeah. For, no. For sure. And like I I definitely cut her some slack because she is a uh, you know a pop star essentially first and they're not necessarily always you know good when it comes to acting like they pop stars can carry a vibe you know they can perform when it comes to like uh doing their songs and doing music videos and like having a certain attitude about them but like when it comes to acting and doing character work and comedy it's not necessarily always you know on par with justin timberlake or something like that and so like i definitely cut her some slack but like uh the vibe that i got from her from pretty much throughout this episode and right from the monologue is that she feels like a theater nerd uh, and that's that's largely because she's probably all because she's a band nerd too, you know, because she is great at playing the flute and she flaunts it and does that. And for me, I just felt like she was doing a little too much over the top, like really, like I'm acting it up on a comedy show, and like there was it didn't feel natural enough to me, and I definitely give that up to the fact that she's not necessarily a performer like you know in, in the acting sense of the word um, but like for me like that was the thing that like kept me from thinking that she was great is that she had a hard time I think making the performance feel genuine and it felt like she like she knew she was on a comedy show and she was acting like she was on a comedy show. Yeah and and,
1: and our listeners might not know this the, the flute thing because it's going to play in later um, she's a classic trained flautist like uh, started when she was 10 years old uh, went to went to college to play flute. Like this isn't like a little part of her. She's like a an actual flautist, mm-hmm. and so um, I think she is a legitimate band nerd, right? Yeah. Um, and artsy nerd. You know, for sure. Um, she's not just kind of a, a hip hop R and B type of artist. She does have that part of her, and I think I think she wanted to show that part of her as well. That yeah. like this theater comedy sketch thing isn't so foreign to her. Right. You know. So what'd you think, uh Benny?
2: Yeah, uh the idea that she was in, uh, the, I mean, the monologue's fine, right? I, I don't really, it wasn't super memorable. It wasn't super endearing to me. Uh, I did like her, the, the mom shout out is always going to win it over me. I really like when the mom's in the audience and and I really like when her mom introduced her and the second, mm-hmm. the second, oh my God, it's adorable, right? You can't get better than that. Uh, that being said, I think that for the rest of the episode, she was absolutely like dialed up mm-hmm. and it was, I was having a real problem with her breaking. All the time, I just didn't.
0: That was actually the one thing I found pretty endearing because it, it didn't feel like when she broke, it derailed any sketches or anything like that. And if didn't. anything, she, it made for a little more she fun. She did not
1: fall in it. Nope. Yeah, no, it, no, and, no. and and
0: like and like it kind of gave everybody like a little bit of like an easy kind of vibe. Everyone was kind of like chuckling and giggling. So and I will
2: say the 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 rest of the cast was probably it looked like they were having the the best time I've seen the cast yeah, have on a show. That's why I, I think that was and why, so why I really like this that's episode. That's the that's the benefit of of Lizzo. Being that nerdy, like yeah. over the top, kind of breaking kind an, of this, and, an, and just being there. super positive, yeah. yeah. And there was and an energy there, exactly. And I, I, I will I not it. doubt that. At the same time, when I want to see a comedy show, I want it to feel feel natural. I want it to feel like it works. Sure. And when you break, it just doesn't work, and I don't. It takes me right out of it. And so, if your goal is to have a seamless sketch comedy show that makes you laugh. The breaking part of it doesn't do it for me, so I had a kind of a problem with that, especially because it happened more than a little bit, and it was really taking me out of the sketches. That's all. Yeah, there was. But once... I can't deny the positivity and
0: how much fun they were having. That's I don't want to come across like a hater because I'm not. I will say the one weird thing about how she breaks is she does a thing where she like snaps, like she has like a big like, <laughs> but then she like realizes oh, oh she's like, she oh, she trying not to right yeah but like it's so so okay, dramatic so, I was so, I was like oh weird so like. Is that because it was? It, you know, what it reminded me of. It reminded me of. Um, uh, I forget what the, what the sketch is, but it, um, Mr. T was on SNL one time, and he he cracks up at something, and then he immediately stops and like is like goes back to being what serious. Year was this? Was this like
2: nineteen seventy two before the show
0: was even on? I wish I could. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have season. to. Yeah. Uh,
2: no, but I think so. Th- maybe that's the problem that I was having because. Breaking is one thing, but then realizing the camera is on you and then snapping back into it is a—it's kind of a bit. It, it's, and I don't love that.
1: It's weird because I, I'm, I'm. Oh, look I'm, at me being straight again. I'm, I'm with you. I don't you. know. I don't well, love it. I, I think that's what she thought. She needs to not laugh, right? Don't laugh. She was laughing, so get back to being serious. Um, I, I can tell you this: it did bother me. I understand this because when Billie Eilish was on, she broke a lot, and it yeah. bothered me. Yep. Um So I get that. Um,
2: I, so two musicians. Mm-hmm. both not actors yeah not used Bo- to being both both yeah. nervous both yeah. breaking in a weird way yep and okay you know that that's fine again I will not doubt the positivity of the show the cast looks like they were at a blast I had a, a good time for the most part of it yep. I wish she would have been a little bit more uh if she was gonna break then just kind of get back into it naturally rather than like a face. like that really takes me out of it sure. so I don't know whatever sure. I don't know what I'm talking about guys
1: all right, moving on. Uh, first sketch was trivia game show written by Rosebud Baker and Michael Che. Game show contestants played by Lizzo, Chris Red, Ego Nwodem answer a series of tri- trivia questions. This one was a little different because the contestants weren't the idiots. Um, as a lot of sketches on SNL, game show sketches are where the, the, the contestants are the idiots, right? Um, well,
0: I mean, they kind of were.
1: Oh, they answered the first. I mean, they, they answered the first questions right.
0: Um, well, I mean, Lizzo's character is pretty much Lizzo firmly was. based in her being yeah, Lizzo, not the smartest Lizzo tool was, in the cran. The rest,
1: the other two weren't. They were. They were answering the questions correctly, and they they got.
2: What
0: was the name of the game show?
1: Uh, it's just. I don't know. Was, was it? What's like,
0: that? What, what's that? it? Was no. some, it was something very simple? It yeah. Was something, uh, yeah. So
2: this was like so this is a the, the fifth episode in a row where they've started from the the monologue into a game
0: show. Yeah, I was. It's a really weird thing they're doing. And it's doing. weird because there was a while where they didn't really do much of any game right. show and, sketches, and, and then then all of a sudden, like guys, we've game so, show sketches. You know what we haven't done in a
2: while. <laughs> Bailey and I kind of looked at each other like, is this another starting off the episode with a yeah. game? Like that's weird. Like just just for timing, maybe it's because they do know that a game show sketch won't run long, and it, it's
0: perfectly timed to start yeah. the show. I mean, typically that is the slot when game show sketches and, do and happen. Right after the commercial break. So
1: much potential comedy in a game, so
2: it's also one of the easier sets to build. Mm -hmm. So they're not if they do have like the flower. And a familiar formula. You (laughs) know, so it's easy to get in and out of. So and also you know, formulaic uh, enough where Lizzo can stand there, give her lines, and then be rushed off the stage. So I get logistically why. Yeah. This wasn't one of my favorite game show
0: things, though. Like, I didn't yeah. love I this. I did really like Lizzo in this one, though, because, yeah. like, I I she the was sketch overall, this though. One, Yeah, yeah she, she was funny in this one. Keenan was also great. It's I mean, Penan, it, this right? is the exact kind of, like, host, game show host role you like to see Keenan in when he just says things incredulously and, like, you know, talks down to the contestants.
1: Yeah, I, I thought Lizard was great. I, I I loved the character of like you know the um, uh, unearned you know confidence confidence of you know and and just so sure of the thing that she's wrong about. Yeah, right. Um, that always gets me to laugh. Uh, I, honestly, even in real things like if on TikTok or on on Reddit, if I see a video of somebody being so obnoxiously wrong. It just makes me laugh. Um And I do
2: like that they let Lizzo be that character rather than her being a straight man yep. to like you know, what used to be like a Bobby Moynihan character like going crazy or something. Like they gave her the time to to actually be that person that, and, thing, and be that she character. She carried the comedy. In she did. The sketch, she right? really did.
1: Um and and obviously Keenan had a lot of funny lines yeah. too. He had he did his thing, but she carried the comedy in the sketch. I thought she did well. Um I, I don't think it was a perfect sketch. I obviously it's it's sometimes a little bit tired. Um But I think, you know, if if we just kind of strip it down and don't think about all the other game show sketches and think, what did she do? I thought she did pretty well.
2: And I will say, for a game show sketch, right, this is different than normally, like, to your credit, to your point, like... It was not the normal. The, every contestant's dumb, and they just don't get it. Yeah, she was argumentative about why she was right. And yeah, that, we have she, really sure yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. she was sure about it. Yeah, she was sure. And then you know wins. You know uh, the other contestants over. And, you know, yeah, and,
0: but don't by yeah. the end of it.
2: Don't <laughs> yeah. you gaslight me? You yeah. know, that,
0: and I love that it carried over to the like, <laughs> like, who made you the mayor of Game Town? <laughs> yeah. There
2: sure. is. No game town. Mm, I don't know about that. Like it, it was pretty good by the end. Yeah. Um, so do uh, do I just get one over by this I think this guy? you did. I think you did.
1: Honestly, if you rewatch it, because I watched it twice, that one it, it does get better. Right, fair it, enough. It does. Uh, enough. It's it's pretty fun. All right. So this is a pre-tape recurring TikTok sketch uh, written by the young guys: Martin Hurley, He, John Higg- Higgins, Ben Marshall, Will Stephen, with an assist from uh, Tesha Condrit. Mindlessly scrolling through TikTok, um, you know, as you go and you see different um caricatures of tiktok people um but also just kind of some random stuff in there i i think everyone in the cast had a thing that they played in here um in this um there was a like 20 characters if you go through and just just trace them all um do you guys like this TikTok stuff?
0: No, okay. <laughs> no, I don't like it. I didn't really like it much the first time. I don't. I, I know you didn't. I, I like <laughs> it. I like it even less this time. It feels lazy. It feels like they're they're trying to cash in. We got we got to get the kids to watch SNL these days. They're not tuning in. They're on their TikToks and their YouTube's and their Twitch streams, and so they're trying to replicate it. But like all they're doing is just like not much of a spoof of the real TikTok. Like I can go on TikTok and get better laughs that are the same thing, but it's authentic and it's natural. And here they're just trying to make tiktok
1: it's funny you say that because I, I went to reddit and, and, and a lot of people on reddit really loved this sketch Ugh. uh but uh it's
0: because people like seeing themselves and like seeing the stuff that they like like oh they're like oh yeah i recognize that because i laugh at that a different day <laughs> a different day <laughs> hey oh, brad's just hey. he's real sad yeah, you're, you're angry right now. Listen, and I don't know. Like I'm gonna be honest right now. Fuck TikTok, man. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, like it is uh, fucking just bite sized bullshit and like there's some really clever stuff on there that comes around every now and then. Most of it is just fucking but trash. Well, is, okay, isn't that like okay. everything though?
2: Okay, here's the thing
0: is I, yes you, and no, I like mean go, go on Netflix and look at the movie selection.
2: They're all trash and then you get one bad. good one. Yeah, it's right. All bad. TikTok's like ninety percent trash, ten percent good. Netflix's
0: original content, ninety percent trash, ten percent good. I think for Snapchat. I think the reason I hate, hate Reddit, TikTok even more the reason I hate TikTok even more is because there's so much more of it. Because it's just it's shorter stuff.
1: Like, I feel like your hatred for TikTok has influenced a little bit of your hatred. Because this isn't a great. I, I didn't like this. I didn't love it anyway. I think you really hate it, but you also hate TikTok. Oh, so sure, it's part of it. Sure, sure.
2: <laughs> you know what I did Uh-oh. like about the sketch? They the ending. They
0: actually when it ended was it. over.
2: No, they ended it with you know uh, uh, uh Brian Austin Johnson. Was his name? Brian, James
0: Brian, Austin Jackson, James, Brian, Brian Austin Green, <laughs> Brian Austin Green, <laughs> Brian, Austin Green. <laughs> Brian
2: Austin Green on all fours coming into the room and my dad, and it ends up yep, being. I thought right, that was the right, so they turnaround. they actually <laughs> were able to end a sketch for once. Yeah, I agree. normally they can't. So they, okay, th- that's I'm fine. With you. I'm okay, good. it's a great ending. It's a great ending to that. I agree with Brad that that like. I think SNL has has a problem that like they know that TikTok is in the zeitgeist and they want to be a reference point for it. Yeah. They want to have a statement about it, but you can't parody something that's already kind of fun. Like it's it, nobody made a parody. Nobody's gonna make a parody movie of Monty Python and the Holy Grail. You know why? Because it was already a comedy. So if you're already looking at comedy and then you're trying to parody comedy, it's weird. It just yeah. gets this. It's an it's like it's like. Uh, Hydrox impersonating Oreo. It's it's this this off brand yeah. weird stuff, and it's not very good.
1: I think we're talking about this though, in a way that like s- suggests like a bunch of old people are making this sketch. It's not. It's 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 the young guys making this, right?
2: But again, the, it's like
0: if, if I if the guys it's the
1: TikTok generation if they wrote, on the show that's making but it, but this. But <laughs> if they
0: made a TikTok, I'd l- I'd laugh at that. Yeah, I think that's what's <laughs> frustrating is like it's like they're trying to make. Fake TikToks, and you can just like feel the like that it's not authentic, you know?
2: Yeah, but
1: isn't it just they're trying to parody it all?
0: But they're not really doing much of a parody because, like, what happens on TikTok is like it's already full of genuine characters, you know?
1: Yeah, no, no, yeah. I mean, to be sure though these awful characters that they put in this sketch do exist on TikTok. Yeah. But what you're saying is just show them then. Like, <laughs> yeah. So like
2: Whitney Cummings was parodied here. She's got that show where Lizzo was swearing and Sarah Sherman was eating the microphone. That's right. that's Whitney Cummings. Yeah, yeah. Whitney Cummings then went on TikTok and posted the SNL bit and laughed when Lizzo was doing it and then went straight faced when Sarah ate the microphone and was like make, cackling like a hen. Like, So she clearly was not happy with her portrayal there, right? But it's like that's so niche <laughs> and so specifically who's watching Whitney Cummings uh TikTok enough to like get that that's a parody and like yeah. and it's not that it's weird, it's just weird that I, you're doing that.
1: I will say this, I do follow all the Please Don't Destroy guys on TikTok. So, uh, I do think they're on TikTok a lot. Sure, and I, and I I do think you're right. Niche is the perfect word for this. It it's really very niche. I um, just don't
2: like when you're trying to parody something that's already a comedy. It's it's hard to do but and it, it's not
0: always a comedy.
2: I mean, most of that stuff is played for laughs, right?
0: Yeah, there's there's a lot of different stuff on TikTok. There's different genres of TikTok. Yeah, I mean, there's 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 news TikToks, there's sad animal videos, product reviews,
1: or or like thirst tiktok you yeah know, there's all weird weird yeah. mysteries yeah. i guess
0: <laughs> sad I, stories i'm not on tiktok i don't know if you can well, tell this by my response i check, in, r-
1: like, responses I check here. in like once a month and then I, I i like check in i'm like oh no i'm gonna get out of here because it seems so old
2: <laughs> all right so i will ask then because uh, i'm not i don't i really didn't get these uh, some of these references when uh um melissa via senor was singing that song what is that a real thing
1: Oh, people do music all the time on TikTok. But. So
2: that, it was a very specific song. I can't even remember what it was now, but she was singing. A, it was a cover. Yeah. And so I'm wondering. Well, is what, that, what it is. is no. a very famous cover? So No, what it is. Everybody is. covers it?
1: people make covers all the time and, and they always change the genre of the cover. Gotcha. You know, you take a, a rock song and you slow it down and you, you know, you, you, you do the Marvel.
0: Nowadays, part. everybody want to talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when you move your lips, <laughs> just a bunch of gibberish and your motherfuckers, they, they forgot about Drake. <laughs> let's go on TikTok. All right.
1: Hey, so those of our, those of you that are listening to the podcast, if you like this sketch, I want to, I want to hear from you in our comments or anything. Cause, uh,
0: No, no, no! I don't. No, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. The old guys on
1: this uh, hosting with me didn't like it. Uh, They've never been to TikTok. I'm not a TikToker.
0: I don't TikTok myself. My girlfriend is TikToking. Uh, watching tiktok all the time to the point where she gets on her phone and she'll start streaming videos on her tv and i'm like why are we doing this again i'm like i just want to watch <laughs> a narrative in 90 minutes i don't want to watch a hundred like, different nonsense I things like
1: we're peeling back a layer of an onion for you that this is why you didn't like this sketch it's triggering it's triggering well i think it,
0: no it's it's bad too because ben, ben is, is on tiktok and he didn't like it either, yeah so. but
1: ben's old he's not he's still on myspace
0: so one of the, one of the things though that I I
2: just read this article uh, I think it was on Reddit but it was a it was about uh, TikTok and and like services are what millennials and oh, younger yeah, kid, people yeah kids aren't watching real TV to, anymore. So they don't they get off work or Good. at home and they don't
0: watch TV shows yeah. at all. Or
2: movies at all.
0: They yeah. are just streaming and streaming. Good for them. And and but like young kids too. Like y- y- young kids aren't coming home and watching Disney Channel or Nickelodeon anymore. They're watching Twitch. They're watching YouTube. They're, disrupt wa- they're the watching disrupt the system. Disrupt the system. Ah, uh, I don't disrupt the system. I don't care about that. That they're doing that. At the same
2: time, uh, it's not too long before it becomes an MTV situation where that's what oh. Oh, now that's what people want. Well, no more movies, no more TV because that generation doesn't watch movies and TV. So you just don't produce that content anymore, and it gets a lot. There, there, you know, HBO becomes. I'm gonna. I, we're <laughs> launching a, a, a Twitch type. I service. don't
0: think that that's the case because the, they tried in, that. in 20 years. They tried that. It was called Quibi, and it failed spectacularly. I Quibi,
2: had
1: a subscription to Quibi, and 911
2: was, was on Quibi. It was amazing. Uh, Ten minutes is too long, though. You need 30 seconds to... to, I mean, if TikTok had a fucking TV uh, channel, I think kids would watch it.
1: What do they do? I think three minutes on TikTok they can have, yeah.
2: I mean... I just I, I I am sounding super old right now, but I do feel like um, if if this is the the way that it's gonna go, like we're we're gonna be I don't want it in the in the in the minority. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I'll be sitting sit, I'll
0: be sitting in my room watching my physical Blu rays, <laughs> movies that are two hours and twenty minutes, and enjoying it. And you'll be out there flipping. oh, I gotta get through this this chicken video. Oh, a cat. Oh, oh, someone's doing a, a got, cover of Skater Boy. We got
2: <laughs> yes, too much of a tangent, obviously, but I will say, you can't deny that it's. Collectively shortening our attention spans. Yes, oh, totally. And totally. so, and it's just getting worse and worse and worse. So we're gonna wake up in ten years, and nobody's got anything left other than like, did you see the the, the latest three second clip? Because that's all we've got now. Oh,
0: just, and it's. Sad. I think
1: you're being a little dramatic.
0: I've been, I've been all <laughs> 1,200 episodes of of <laughs> user 742's TikToks today, and man, were they hilarious! My favorite one was was, was number 172, where he got on a guitar and put a banana inside of it.
1: You guys sound like our parents did talking about you know MTV Netflix, and Netflix. You all know
0: what? But what things. I have to say is substantial. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, moving on. Black Eyed Peas, Allison Gates, Celeste Yim wrote it. Hmm. Um, two music producers played really by like Lizzo one. and A. Bryant tried to really help the like Black Eyed one. Peas uh, come up with lyrics for their songs i love this, this one too this Great. one was really funny is because really i'm good. also familiar with black eyed Peas songs and have wondered the same thing it's
0: like, just, it, it, why it, I, why do i sing this song
2: why has no one done this before yeah <laughs> it was the, my like
0: the, the breaking down of the lyrics and re, like realizing just
2: how bailey made me stop <laughs> and rewind people in the place like 19 times she's like just one more time and she's like where the place <laughs> the people cecily strong murdered this yeah all of them did great uh those but were cecily actually strong the temp
1: lyrics that we and said and that's the
2: beat so back. well written and honestly and i didn't mind lizzo breaking a little bit here that was fine too uh, oh
1: jeez, it you, was you're
2: such a hypocrite with lizzo i didn't mind because she barely did it it wasn't bad but my god the four of them were incredible. Yeah. Just like just like four stupid robots. Oh, so good. Okay.
1: All right. I looked this up because I was curious about this. Because, you know, again, we, we kind of grew up in the early late 90s, early 2000s, SNL, when we kind of all started getting very influenced by SNL. And we all remember very well the Will Ferrell's Blue Blue Oyster Cult sure. mm-hmm. um, cowboy stuff. Uh, our cowbell stuff was in 2000, um, 24 years after that song was released, released Don't Fear the uh, Reaper. This was in 2022. Eighteen years after, let's get it started was released, so it's not that that's different.
2: Crazy to me, yeah. That that's the that's the equivalent, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, we're, we're it's about six years difference, but yeah, I mean,
2: we're that's still that's pretty good because that means that people watching, like I was watching Will Ferrell, don't understand who really the, the it, don't understand the cultural re- relevance yep. of the Black Eyed Peas. Like I didn't get Blue Oyster, like who were they were oh cool they were a band from the seventies. Yeah, yeah, and I kind of
1: understood the song, but I didn't really know it. Right. And, and that's essentially but what Apple younger the app
2: before. and Will I Am and yep. and Fergie and whatever the Beep Bop guy's name is. I don't know. But it was Uh, just... uh, uh, Taboo. Taboo. Sorry, (laughs) of course. Sorry, Mr. Taboo. But... (laughs) One of my favorite things of the, this entire sketch was like when you knew I knew it was coming at the end when they were starting. Now we want something that all four of you can say that represents who you are culturally, and they <laughs> Mazeltov Lime. Yeah, it's perfect. It's such a great nonsense song to pick apart, and I and I won't even it
1: say it. Uh, so the, good. the R word, right? Instead of Let's oh my god,
2: something we can say forever? forever. And and <laughs> the the number of people that clearly don't. Understand what that
0: was like. The that was people actually, in the audience, wait, it fell flat because nobody really. That was because well, no one because no one remembers that that is the real song. Exactly, and
1: it, that was the released version, yeah. right? No,
0: no, no. The no, no the, the released on, ver- the the, the ver- oh, on the on the album, uh, yeah. yeah but on, album. The, on, the, on the radio, it was always "Let's Get It Started." Oh, well, <laughs> <of> course, <laughs> so that's nobody was going to make a
1: single that. Like that part. On the album, they're on, like, "Yeah, no, that
2: works." And unfortunately, for if it was on the cue cards wrong, or they 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 wrote it incorrectly, but they they kept saying, "Let's get it." And then started is the thing, but it's let's get in the actual. Right. So, they, but they didn't do it in the in the sketch. They said let's get it, yeah. And that was a little different, and that's why I don't think the joke worked as well as it could have because it's let's get and then the R word. So I don't know. It's a little semantic, but
1: I I, I really. I- I love when SNL does this oh, they, God. They, they did it really well They that brought was something great. that none of us were expecting uh, You know, I, I didn't go into this episode expecting a Black Eyed Peas sketch, right? Um, or,
2: or one to be that really that funny really funny And, like, and, really and funny.
1: honestly, I, I mean, I've thought before Like, these are really simple lyrics Yeah, I'm still singing the song Or still, you know, jamming to it in a car Or whatever um, I've, I've Like, I never thought about how stupid It is to yeah. say,
0: people in the place <laughs> Gotta get that
2: <laughs> Gotta get that <laughs>
1: What's dumb? It all it's is so stupid. And they've they've sold
2: like you know truly the novels. people. <laughs> where are they in the place? <laughs> but where did they come from? The place. <laughs> oh man, it's perfect. It's a great sketch. Moving
1: on, Six Flags sketch written by Merton, <laughs> Hurley, so John Higgins, Ben weird. Marshall, Sarah Sherman. Uh, the police <laughs> officers destroy guys are are riding their butts off right yeah. now. They are. Um, I will say this didn't love this sketch, but they wrote well, it and
0: they got it on I the think, show. Well, repeat what ben- <laughs> Wait a minute. Can you repeat that, Nate? I didn't love this sketch, but they wrote it and they got it on the <laughs>
2: show. Yeah,
1: that's r- good for them. I'm proud of them.
0: I will repeat what Ben said uh, in a previous episode. The 10 to 1 sketch is dead. Yeah, done. Because uh, this is a yeah. 10 to 1 sketch. Yeah, all, all day so, long. Like, yeah. Totally, yeah. Um, I didn't like the sketch overall, but I loved how weird Sarah Sherman was as the Six Flags old I, man.
2: Again, I, I don't know that I can remember another sketch. That I really honestly was like, eh. Uh, uh, but then I'm so intrigued by the individual performances in it. Yeah. Because everybody that played a, I mean, Ego Norum's weird, <laughs> so weird, bald cap because she had to get her hair in there. Yeah. So it's just this like, Honestly, like Roger the aliens uh, from from American <laughs> Dad, bulbous head, yeah, so weird, and they're so old, and they're dancing, and it's and they're throwing hot tea, and what is going on? here? And it was so
0: honestly, this, this, again, this I think this happened, I think it was the previous episode or the episode before. This felt like a sketch that you would see on all that. It, it's like it's it's not edgy. I, I never watched all that because I'm too old. All that is Saturday Night Live for kids.
1: I know, but I'm, <laughs> I'm saying it kind of came after me.
0: So it's for it's Saturday Night Live for kids. But it kind of came after me, so I don't know. Yeah, did you watch it, man? It's really No, kids, I'm, so, I'm yeah. as old as you are. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I loved all that when I was a kid. Well, all that, um, what? all that, <laughs> all that <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, no, it's like this was Gotta it's, get that. it's an innocent sketch, there's nothing no, really, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. there's no dirty and part you know I'm glad they didn't take it that way too yeah. because you can, I, I'm
2: the biggest one right, I'm always like escalate, get weird but like this was already weird and the, and, and this main maintenance of the weirdness throughout mm. was just fine because when you started at 11 as long, and Sarah Sherman's brilliant at this by the way, starting at 11 I'm like where's she going from, oh wait, it doesn't have to go anywhere, this yeah. level of weirdness is hilarious the whole way through
1: yeah sarah sherman is so so talented
2: i am so happy with her on but, the show. she's also incredible. though
1: it, she she's gonna hit a home run
2: or it's gonna whiff
1: you know like it but at least it's gonna be enjoyable to watch usually right like yeah like this one like you said uh i didn't think it was that funny or it was just odd to me yeah. like um I, I didn't think it was clearly a great sketch but I wanted to watch it for some reason. <laughs> you know, so,
2: the uh, other, the 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 B comedy here was uh, them on the couch and her insulting him.
0: Oh, yeah, a couple, th- I guess that was one part that wasn't super innocent, but also not super vulgar. It's like, oh, trust me, you're not going to make me make those sounds or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it <laughs> was, so. and he was like, wait, I wait, what? I'm
2: not, and so that was a cool interplay because it was distracting enough. I was like, wait a minute, what did yeah. she say? And then they came back with the old guys again, so it was good.
1: Do you think, People know that was good. That Mr. was good. Six still. I mean, because again, the character, that yeah, and, okay.
2: And, so maybe I'm enjoying more of this stuff because it's black eyed peas, Six Flags guys. So I'm this, old. This and, was know. like
1: popularized in the early 2000s. Yeah, to, yeah. And it, I think when the Washington Redskins, whatever it is now, what is the name of the Washington, the Redskins?
2: Washington football team that became the Washington <laughs> yeah. Commanders?
1: Uh, the, the owner of that, when he bought the Six Flags franchise, got rid of this uh mascot because he said, This is dumb.
0: um <laughs> That's and, the point, buddy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um. And and honestly, I I looked it up because I was I was really curious about this. And and it's played by a a, a Mr. Six is played by this uh, British uh, choreographer. Um, Choreographer, thank you.
2: Him too, but no, yeah, he's a very young person in old age makeup. He's not, yeah, of course, it's not an old man. (laughs) And he's very, 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 very good at dancing. Oh, it's so good. So it's just such a weird sketch, though. It was
1: moving on pre-tape. Please don't destroy. Lizzo has writer's block. Um, Again, our astute listeners know that Please Don't Destroy does no wrong for me. Written by Dan Bullup, Martin Hurley, John Higgins, Ben Marshall, Lizzo. Needs help writing two new songs for an SNL performance. Um, I need y'all to write a black woman anthem. Are we the guys for that? I I, loved this so much. And if you guys didn't, I'm going to dislike you for the rest of my life. You can go ahead, Brad.
2: Yeah, I did like it for the most part. Okay, Uh, I... I paused in my brain when Lizzo had to say, am I going to get killed by Andrew Dismukes? Yeah. And because I remember thinking in my head, wow, Lizzo knows Andrew Dismukes' first and last name. (laughs) And that's very weird for me. And that's probably really weird for Andrew Dismukes, you know, and it made me kind of smile that that's. Kind of just like the the fun they were having with it, you know. And,
1: and I kind of like the pairing of the please don't destroy guys and Andrew Dismukes. Like well, I, I kind of
2: like that. I'm uh, I'm on the Dismukes Sarah Sherman train. If they want to get weird with stuff. I'm I'm all about it. Um, they're bringing a lot of people along with them. This was a I think this was a pretty pretty good sketch. Um,
1: I thought it was better than their what was the goth emo one.
2: Oh yeah, did. yes, yeah. yes, it was. I I don't think it's the best one they've ever done. However, I laughed enough here, and Lizzo was great. Yeah. She really really. Uh, believable in in the moment
0: and the fake song they made at the end yeah, yeah. was it was a banger i, I don't
2: I, <laughs> I don't think you should do that on the show
0: <laughs> uh that's what i'm saying is i thought Lizzo was great i yeah. thought her acting was pretty good actually
1: in this uh you know uh, here's the thing that they do this every week right and so they're creating this content and it gets on the show every Wait, did week did you say
0: her accent no her, her acting. acting oh i thought you said her accent i was I like no do you think I'm like, she's <laughs> putting on an american accent all the time <laughs> yeah, no. she
1: is british um <laughs> Correcting was, I thought, was really good in this. Um, but also, like they do this every week, right? So they're putting this content out every week. Um, sometimes it's better than others, but I just, I think, I think more than not, these guys hit it and they they do a good job. And so,
2: clearly, they're writing more than just for these sketches. So that's what I'm that saying, it's, right? And it, so I will say that with three guys that are clearly very collaborative with each other and and are are incredibly. Uh, uh, you know used to each other are are going to be able to produce content of course at this level and as much output and as yeah. prolific i've heard stories about how mikey day is a, is a robot when it comes to writing like he produces Probably thirteen different ideas per week. Like yeah, he just writes a lot. I can see where if you've got three guys that are kind of like that, they're picking between thirty ideas a week yeah. to go with, and that's you know easier than somebody who has trouble coming up with things.
0: I mean, that's also what made Lonely Island so well. Exactly. You know,
2: you know, and the fact that I've read now that Lauren for the Lonely Island guys, I think we've mentioned this before, was pretty like, "No, uh, you're doing another one. You're going to do two this week." Like he would right. just make them, and like we don't have anything. Too bad. <laughs> I think he's probably still like that. Or even now he's a little older, so he's probably even more of a hardcore guy about it. And I, these guys are probably being pushed to do all this stuff. Yeah. So we'll see if they can last.
1: Uh, it seems like they've they've uh, you know the nice thing is they're they're also young. Do you know how I don't know how old they are? How old are they?
0: I, mean, I guess they're in their mid mid twenties.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know Andrew Smith is twenty six, and they're probably roughly in that you know maybe a couple years younger, maybe twenty four. Did like
2: the Lizzo and Martin Hurley he sexual vibe? Yeah. <laughs> that was really funny.
1: I, I just again. I thought this was funnier than not, and yeah, and no, Edison. I'm.
2: This is the kind of sketch that if it's on, I'm gonna every time this this level of their stuff gets on the show. Yes, I'm. I'm and again, I'm all about I think it.
1: this is as we talk about whether Lizard did a good job. I think these are the things that I, I looked at, not her breaking, but her her taking a sketch. And actually, you know, especially this quarter one, and getting the comedy of it, and not having to be a side factor. She was a participant in the comedy, yep. a participant yep. in the sketch, and did a good job of it. You know, yeah, um, not
2: not a sounding board to jump off, you know, to bounce things off. As, of. As we but see sometimes, absolutely right? part of yeah. it. And and the Kim and Kardashians escalating. Yeah. of Oh the sketches, God,
1: you know. Um, so, um, all right, moving on. Weekend update. Let's get a drum roll here, please. I'll put that in sometime if I ever remember in post production. Brad, did you did did was did there enough lovely Joe's interplay? Make love good enough for you? This they week?
0: did. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, there was some great like, like especially when it comes to like. Uh, them ribbing each other and like laughing at each other's jokes and like that kind of thing and like there was also the discomfort from from jokes for certain jokes and yeah this was a nice mix.
1: I didn't notice any difference. Did I
0: you? didn't either. I thought actually it was a little <laughs> on the low end of them
2: their repartee. But, but, you know, you're, but what you, do I know? But you're wrong. But,
1: <laughs> you that, you're you've ruined a weekend update for me because yes. now I'm watching to see. I think Jay just looked over at Joe's right I there. I think. J- j- uh, Brad's gonna love that yeah. one.
0: I did. <laughs> i did <laughs> are they touching under the table i can't tell it was amusing to the max oh, boy. Uh, any of
2: the jokes stand out to you guys anything you liked oh boy um you know what i'm still a fan anytime they're doing now they're they're cutting to photos of people and oh. they're just ripping people and i'm like i'm here for it Keep doing it, it, Keep it doing hasn't it. it hasn't worn out yet they, for me they,
1: you know and again i know it is certainly snl new yorkers uh new york artists comedians they certainly lean left but they took it to Biden this week pretty hard yeah. too, and uh, yeah. and 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 I always appreciate you know the equal opportunity True. comedy mm-hmm. offense, and and so uh, I I I thought it was a good uh, weekend just update.
2: bringing up that he bought that boat with Pete Davidson was great, <laughs> like, A little self owned there, like I I like that. Um, Michael Che still biting as ever, you know. He's having, I mean, I don't know that I've ever seen another anchor have more fun with with being an anchor than Michael Che. I mean, he just. It doesn't care in the best way
1: it goes back to your point though it, like even the weekend update looked like they were having a lot of fun this weekend like yeah so maybe that's brad to your point like you know maybe you're waiting for them to have a you know like you could just almost tell that they yeah. have a little more fun um and, and that's why i guess i liked this episode maybe I, i'm connecting that to uh, uh too forcefully to lizzo being on the show but it felt like there was a lightness yep, to this sure and yeah. uh, uh just a funness to this show because again, we've watched a lot of SNL. Some episodes and the cast will tell you as well are more laborious than others. Sure. Right. Um, sometimes you force the comedy. Sometimes you, it just comes. And it felt like it just came this weekend. Even though the, I didn't think there was a, a perfect sketch or anything, it just it just worked. Yep. Um, so the bit for Weekend Update, there was only one of them. It was Colin Joe's driver uh, Cesar Perez. <laughs> um, so the secret of uh, getting on the show is complaining online. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Melissa Villasenor uh, got on uh, this uh, Weekend Update bit and then also wrote something like online about how she was really grateful to be able to. It's just such a weird. I don't like the I drama being either. brought online. I know.
0: I'm, I'm sure that. That, like, got spread around. It probably made it in front of Lorne. Maybe they had a conversation about it. It goes back
1: to, yeah, originally, don't put your junk online. I mean, I'm just—I'm also, like, even friends, right? I sometimes watch, and I look on Facebook, I'm like, why are you sharing that? You know? Uh, And so I I, I just don't—I didn't love it. But anyway, this bit particularly— Uh, I was thinking about this As I was watching this You guys have have Dipped your toes Into the stand-up You know uh, World Um, You guys have both Done some stand-up In your illustrious Stand-up career Did you ever talk about People you knew Absolutely Uh Uh-huh And did you ever Feel bad about it Never
2: Never Not once Never Never
1: Did you ever Have somebody in the show That you were gonna talk about
2: I still talked about him Ryan Bush (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> he knows it. Yeah. He was there. <laughs> so would there be anybody you wouldn't... Would you talk about your parents?
2: I, I have. It, 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 listen, I'm not a comedian, right? I'm yeah. not. I'm yeah. not.
1: No, that's the thing. But, is- but
2: I will say, even when we, did, we dabbled a little bit, whatever, even for us, we knew that you had to talk about real stuff if you wanted to be funny. Do you, and do the, you the,
1: approach these people beforehand no. and say, listen, I'm going to talk about you? No. no.
2: I mean, honestly... The, I think the most prevalent answer to that question is somebody like John Mulaney will be on stage and he'll say like I've run this by my well, now his ex, but he would say like you know just he he had a whole bit about yeah you can talk about me but just don't call me a bitch, yeah. and it's like why would I ever call you a bitch on stage? That's the kind of stuff though that he, you do isn't run that it,
1: what you called Ryan Bush?
2: No. Okay. No, no. Uh, fuck face Magoo. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Um, I, I, I questioned his intelligence in the joke. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's funny. Uh, but you
1: never felt bad. So no. the whole premise of this bit, right, is a comedian that ends up feeling bad. It makes you almost feel bad as well for the people that the comedian is, is making fun I, of.
2: I, for some reason, didn't see this coming. Yeah. At all. And so I loved it. I thought, my God. He, 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 she is going to the well again on this meal. Is.
0: It made I, me laugh I, so I just love that. Like, it kept getting worse for <laughs> yeah. for his nephew, and,
2: and and also the look on his face. Yeah. Right, he kept getting sour, more sour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like it's ripping his heart out to make these <laughs> jokes, but he just made the joke. Like, Jesus <laughs> is gonna wake
1: up in his cave and be so disappointed. Oh my god, I
2: laughed really hard. Yeah, this like, was so man, good. she
1: crushed it. Do you think it. this is where where she should be? Right, I mean, because some 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 of our house castmates here. They fit different bits. Some of them are really good at pre-tapes. Some of them are really good at creating music. Some of them are Pete Davidson. That you can't just plug and play, right? Is this where Melissa Villaseñor does well in bits on Weekend Update?
0: I think it's where she's probably succeeded the most as far as memorable um, bits. I know she's like had some good stuff in like pre-tapes before like that, but like, uh, yeah, I think this is probably like one of her fortes.
2: Her strength seems to be when she. And this is, this is going to sound like a real slam on her. I hope it really doesn't come across like that. When she doesn't have to interact with other sketch members in a because yeah. a lot of times she will flub her lines because she's not great at, at being interacting yeah. with people. When she gets to go turn to camera and just be a stand up, which is what she is, and of course she's going to be better at it. And so now she's doing a character in a stand up type bit. Yeah, this this just the the stars align with and, this and, kind of and character. I think
1: that is her brand of comedy, yes. right? Like sh- she seems like a person that should do a one man show, yes. right? Like mm-hmm. uh, and have different characters different things because she she's a good she's a good if not great impressionist. Um, And and she she, she's creative. This was very creative. Uh, I was glad to see her get a win. Honestly,
2: um, I'm so happy that there were no. It annoyed
1: me all the all the drama that went on. Right, but I I really do like her. I also like, like that she
2: got, we, she got through it and she didn't screw up in her lines because like I was nervous for her because I'm like oh boy here we are. like I, you got a shot here don't don't six years in let's not screw this you know it's yeah. like it's hard but she crushed this one let's be honest it was awesome yeah it was great.
1: All right. Um, next, uh, Throne Room, rent by Mikey Day, Shooter Seidel, and Brian Tucker. Two party planners, Cecily Strong and Bo and Yang, organize a weekly debauched party for their god king. Uh, this had a big cast in as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw Punky Johnson in it.
0: Uh, we had a Punky Johnson sighting. Punky Johnson sighting.
1: Um, yeah, and so uh,
0: did this work for you guys? I So I like the premise. I, I wish it was funnier because – I like the idea of them running through all of the cliche things you see in these big throne room party orgies, like all the same kind of characters and that kind of stuff. Uh, but I just I feel I feel like it needed like another pass, like they needed to, to to do another run through the script to make it a little bit funnier. I also was distracted because I couldn't figure out what Cecily Strong and Bowen Yang were laughing at because they were they kept breaking. When they would go back to them for stuff and i couldn't figure out what it was it, i'm
2: gonna guess it was some one person in the room was doing something and then they both kind of noted I, at, in my head that's what it was if yeah. i had
1: to guess it was probably andrew disputes um, with the grapes oh yeah and just he he just he had a very kind of you could see it was
2: overly sexual even yeah, for what they and were you doing you could just
1: see some of his facial expressions yeah. like you could just see he was having fun with it that again the whole cast is yeah. having fun with yeah. this um, so i
2: so I, I i think that the like cecily strong and bone and yang's characters you know and so we're just going to have it's going to be yeah. right and that's the great setup but there's no punchline yeah because then it was like yeah i'm just going to run through the room like oh yeah. it, the the call and response was the same the call needs to be you're going to and then the response needs to be something over the top, or yeah. more over the top, or weirder, or unexpected, and it was, yeah. but it was exactly expected. Everybody did exactly what you would think, right. and they just kind of like again, they checked the boxes. They go through, like, oh, we're gonna have you're gonna be the people having sex, you're gonna be the it was, there was nothing to write home about here. So, premise great, execution, ugh. yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, I think I agree with you guys both on this. Is uh, a lot of potential in this, uh, great, obviously, great cast, work, realistic but, um, snake uh
2: i will give Kenan <laughs> Tom, like we pause it like is that a real snake oh no that's not real sick
1: i just it, it was missing a couple good punchlines. i thought or or just like enough weird I did like uh, kyle it was Mooney. enough
2: i needed more weirdness to it i did like kyle like we're kind of running through and being yeah like, i'm i'm ambitious, but i know i'm older <laughs> yeah. uh, that was good
1: all right moving on uh orchestra written by mike Dicenzo alex english and chris red a twerking flautist played by lizzo attempts to join a symphony orchestra. Uh, I I like this. I'm a band nerd. I love this. This is Divine Institute Symphony <laughs> Orchestra. Got me a ton. Um, Thirsty Keenan made me laugh uh, with his just terrible wig. Just terrible yeah, wig. Just horrible. Um, I don't know if you guys saw. Watch if you if you go rewatch this. Watch Heidi Gardner in this sketch. Oh yeah. She could not keep it together. Yeah. Um, so what I loved about it is kind of again going back to the theme of this episode. They were having fun, this sketch. Yeah. Um, uh, it's a silly, silly kind of premise. even. Even
0: Mikey Day started oh, to like break a little bit towards the end. They were just having fun. So this really
2: that. speaks to that. And also, I can't tell you, in my head, the whole time that this was building, I was like, oh my god, please have the whole orchestra get up and twerk. <laughs> I just want to see yep. it. Because these are all background actors, yeah, and they're all just extras, and I and they get to twer- they get to do something there was one, silly. There
0: was one hilarious older white guy who yeah. was super into it, yes, yeah. and I I hey, was so there for own like, your this moment, is, right? Own
2: your moment. I was having so much fun, especially when they got to do that. I was yeah. I was having as much fun watching this as they were having to do it. The sketch was fine; it wasn't anything to write home about, but yeah. but the fact that it was so big and there was so much going on, and they all kind of crescendoed with that, it felt really good.
1: Yeah, I, I just thought it was funny. I just I I like again they they used Lizzo's uh, flute experience. I think yeah. that was really her playing the flute. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just uh, a nice amusing. Sketch. It really yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was it was creative. Like yeah. it was, cre- you took the skills of the artist that was there as your as your you know guest. Did she um, throw
2: the the flute? Did she? Because hand it off or throw it? You think? Because in that sketch, she doesn't she throw it. Oh,
1: did she? I don't remember that, but I maybe. Remember. I'd have to rewatch it. I don't remember. Okay, maybe not. Anything else to add to that, Brady? No. Okay. Good. I've heard enough. All <laughs> right. Steve's Beanie Babies final sketch of the mm. night. Uh, Andrew Dismukes, Claire Okane, Streeter Seidel, a man uh, played by Andrew Dismukes. <laughs> I'm just laughing just thinking about it. Yeah. Um, plans to cash in on his Beanie Babies collection, and it falls through. Uh, did you guys know anybody back in like the 90s, I think it was about 90s, that was collecting Beanie Babies? It was, it was
2: the mid-90s. the mid, the mid 90s. I actually just watched the HBO documentary about this. Oh, is there
1: a documentary Yeah, about it? it's
2: Yeah, Beanie Mania is what it's called. Uh, it's only like an hour and Is there and
1: anybody hour. still collecting Beanie Babies? There.
2: Uh, so I, I I did a little research after I watched that. There are like five or ten Beanie Babies that are still worth like $10,000. <laughs> there are like
0: five or ten people who are still.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but there are, there are like five or ten of them out there that are honest to goodness like still worth thousands and thousands of dollars. But that's it. And then everybody else is like, oops. Uh, the, the the thing about this sketch that I really enjoyed was just the confidence of Lizzo's character. Like, and as you know, we're, we're not going to have to work. Like, yeah. that part of it really worked for me. She sold it really well. Uh, then it was like, it was almost like, remember when Chris Farley was served the wrong coffee? Yep. And like that, that realization—like <laughs> what? There was a little bit of that with them, and I really was there. Like I loved that. Like it yeah. was really good. And the I, turn was great.
1: I, I'm with you, Ben. I, I actually, Lizzo was a kind of a, a mixed bag for me in this one because I, I I thought this this was maybe her weakest performance. Honestly, just in that I, I didn't feel like she knew the sketch as much as some of these other ones. I felt like she was a little better prepared for that, and maybe this was, you know, almost times. Who knows? Sure. Yeah, you know, but um. Uh, but she, she wasn't bad at all. But uh, I, I always love I love the sketches where the rest of the cast and the audience, those watching it, are in on the joke before, right.
2: you know. We know it's coming. We just don't know what it's going to be.
1: Yeah. And, and, and it's just such an, a painful thing to watch. <laughs> I, I've actually had real life conversations before where people come up to me and tell me something. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to. Burst their bubble, and I take no enjoyment in this. And it's going to be painful, and it's so awkward. um And and I, it just reminds me of it. I I love it though. Um, Brad, what do you think?
0: Yeah, DisMukes was especially oh, great boy. in this sketch. Yep, just agreed. his his deadpan reaction and just <laughs> agreed, agreed. Yeah, he was good.
1: You know, it's interesting because I used to, and maybe I'm alone in this, but I used to get really sad at the towards the end of each season because I never knew who was going to leave. You always know somebody's going to leave, right? And I always think, well, what are they going to do without Mike Myers? What are they going to do without Dana Carvey? What are they going to do? And and I can, I can. This year, I know Mikey Day, or you know, there's going to be maybe Cecily, you know, eighty. They might leave. And I'm not worried. Like I'm really, I'm not. actually
2: kind of hoping.
1: Yeah, I'm not really worried. It's time.
2: rude. Hey, what's time, man? Can we all know it? Um,
1: but I'll. What are I ch- like? People. I
2: know we're not talking long term right now on, on the show, but what are the chances that Lauren is really trying to have everybody hang out until the fiftieth? I is, mean, is I've, that a
0: real thing? Yeah, I mean that it was reported. And like that, it sounds like that's what he's been like hoping for is like keeping as many of them around as possible for and the fiftieth. That's, that's two oh, years. Why? Why, why is that? Because then he's gonna retire. I think that. he's probably. Know, get,
1: why? Why? Why would he want to keep on growing the cast like that?
0: Well, not necessarily keep on growing the cast, but just keep this current cast there until the fiftieth because he knows the fiftieth like season is gonna. They'll have a, another milestone, you know, special probably, and he probably wants as many people, you know, as possible. To, like, and, and he from. believes in this cast, is that why?
1: he I think, wants I mean, this cast because it's a good cast. Cause I,
0: I, I, I think he wants to keep them together because a lot of people are assuming that he will retire after after fifty years. Sure. So
2: do you do you also think that he's just because he's like man? I'm 80. I don't want to travel to L.A. and travel over and get new cat. Like I just want to have this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe. I just don't want to do the work anymore. Maybe. But I,
2: also, I, like, if, if it's true that he just wants to keep them together just for the 50th, like, he does realize that, like, Kate McKinnon would come back for the 50th. Like, even if well, she's not on the show, everyone, she'd come I, back.
0: Everyone that's ever been on the show will come well, back. Well, right. I think maybe it's a matter of, like, of partially what you're saying, but, like, I- in a way that it's because you don't want to have a rebuilding year for the 50th year of SNL you know like or, or, you know leading up to it. like you don't want to be in a place where like you've lost five or six of your key cast members and you're trying to like find a groove again when it's supposed to be this time where it's like celebratory and everyone's loving it you know I think but that just, you could if, if it's two years from now though think about that if you've got honestly
2: like Heidi Gardner, Bo and Yang, Andrew Dismukes, Sarah Sherman like they're they're two three years in now and Boen Yang and and Heidi Gardner are four five years in I mean that's these, Mikey Day could stay on, and, and Cecily Strong and and eighty and and uh, Kate could leave. Yeah, and Keenan's going to stay until the fiftieth. So,
1: I think you'd be fine. No, I mean, that's the thing is, uh, you know,
2: trust your you people. You can lose.
1: Mark. You can lose. And and again, love all of these. So I would hate to lose them, and I'd be sad. I'll, I will be sad when their career SNL is over because they gave me so much enjoyment and laughter. But and like you said, you can lose Mikey Day. You can lose. Um, um, uh, Heidi Gardner, even, you can lose. I would hate to see that because I think she provides a oh, lot I, to the
2: character. This, that's, um, that's my wife. That's that's my wife. <laughs> Kate McKinnick, Uh-oh. you
1: can lose. Uh, uh, Bailey said it was fine. But um, because you have now, this year, Chris Redd has come on as one yeah. of the stars. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bowen Yang came I'll on this it. year as one of the stars. I would be
2: okay if Cecily stayed and Kate went. I think Cecily... Over the course of this year has, to me, proven that like she fits in better as a cohesive thing. Kate is like this rock star and and can be these characters that takes the stage. I don't need her to take stage when there's 25 other people.
0: I don't think it's a matter of her taking the stage, though. I think the problem is that Kate McKinnon is one of the most versatile cast members that they have who can do so many different kinds of impressions and different True. kinds of comedy that you lose her and you lose a big chunk of like some of your timely, relevant characters that you need for political satire, you know, headline, making stuff, like that kind of thing.
2: We all will want to see Rudy Giuliani a lot.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know, though. I, it'll be
1: interesting to see who does leave after this season. I, I have to I have to believe that there are going to be some. Right. right. Um, but
2: they're in a good position, and I think that any more watching, especially now the past three episodes, Sarah Sherman, if she can keep this kind of rocket ship going, uh, the, SNL's weird, but it's in good hands. Yeah. Can, it's in good, weird hands.
1: Yep, agreed. agreed. All right, let's do the Cut for Time stuff. Um, if you are... Uh, <laughs> I didn't
0: watch these. Did I, you really I, not? Because I forgot about them. Oh, boy. Well, right. we'll tell you
1: about them. We'll tell you about them. Um, so if you're I'm not uh, familiar with uh, SNL online, if you go to their YouTube page, you can fi- find their Cut for Time sketches, which are the sketches that... Um, so. To, to kind of narrow it down, they, they write dozens of sketches a, a, a week. They narrow it down to even less that they actually start, you know, um, uh, making you know, sets for these kind of things. And only a certain amount of those even make it to the show. And the ones that actually, you know, make it to the rehearsal but don't make it to the show still get recorded and then put on YouTube. So those are the cover time sketches. All right. Um, first one was a Costco meeting. Eddie Bryant, Bowen Yang, Celeste wrote it in this cover time sketch. Costco brings back the pop group. Glitter Revolution, played by Lizzo, Aidy Bryant, and Bowen and Yang, then and an attempt to increase teen sales. I didn't love
2: this. Dude, love I'm <laughs> so
0: glad they didn't put this on. This, this was really funny. <laughs> uh, I like that the band was- Not a sing, band. Sing, uh, the pop group yep. was singing. Yep. And they did some of the, uh, one of their hit songs- Kind mm. of, they wrote like a, it
2: for Costco.
0: Yeah, they, they made a co- they turned one of their songs into a Costco jingle. Okay, it we're, just we're, wasn't good. we're done. It wasn't and good. Uh, we're the characters were there.
2: It was it was so passable, like All just right. like no.
1: I will say though, on the other side of this, the next one was a pre-taped food and YouTube written by Chris Redd, Will Steven, and Bo Yang. Now, Chris Redd's a legitimate um, musician, right? Yes. He, he he is a an actual like. Uh, he had a hip-hop career, like, he, he's a good musician. And so whenever he actually writes songs, he actually does, a I think, sure. a pretty good job of yeah. it. But in this cover time sketch, a singing duo duo by, played by Chris Redd and Bo and Yang sing a song about watching YouTube while eating dinner. Uh, this was much better than the other one.
2: It was. This might have had a spot on the show, it, or may, it should have had a spot on the show, yeah, honestly. I think so. yep. Um The premise, obviously, is that, you know, I have to have YouTube playing on my phone to, when i eat my dinner because i'm i don't have any friends and i'm home alone and i need to scroll well, it's, YouTube. it's, it's
1: kind of like you, you were talking about earlier where we don't have the attention span yep. to eat alone yep. without anything entertaining us. and it's
2: got to be going and so this reminded me and maybe this is why it didn't make the show this kind of reminded me of the 90 minute movie netflix thing because it's like it's about some sort of media that you need to be watching, or that that it's a it's a part of your life now, and and uh, a, a take on why that is, and it was it was good, and it probably deserved to be on the show over something like honestly the game show sketch, in my opinion, or mm-hmm. or even the last sketch of the night. yep. Uh,
0: yep. But Repla- yeah. replace the TikTok shit. Okay, Brad. Uh, old, replace old replace man. the TikTok shit. <laughs> <laughs> Get it out of here. Swift boat veterans for truth. Yeah, I'm sick of it. Remember those guys? I do weird, um, but
2: yeah, no, it was it was good. And, and you're right, yeah. Chris Red is a, a talent. Yeah, I mean, I w- like I am always down for when Pete Davidson or Chris Red and, uh, and, to an extent, Keenan uh, are in some sort of song. It's always important It's a good song. It was it a good like
1: it was. It wasn't. It wasn't hard to watch. It was a funny premise. Yeah. Wasn't the best premise, like you said. I think it could have been one of the. I think it could have been put in the show very easily and been a, a good sketch. Um, wasn't the best, but it was good.
2: Did you see online the cut for time Baby Yoda? No. So there was a cut for time Baby Yoda. Oh, gosh. I'm uh, so glad they cut that. Baby Groot. And it was Baby Yoda and then Lizzo as Baby Groot. And I saw it on TikTok, honestly, because I was, I was on the SNL subreddit. And it said the only, so then I, I say, clicked. said
0: it wasn't on TikTok.
2: No, I clicked it. I saw it
1: on my TikTok. I clicked the thing times. and it
2: was, like, did, it was something like, did anybody else see that they cut for time? But then I started looking for the cut for time stuff and it wasn't there. So I just saw like a, a, somebody recording their TV, it looked like. And it looked like it was definitely Baby Yoda and, and Lizzo in all black.
0: That, that sounds from M- familiar, baby though. Baby Crew. Like so the,
2: was it from before or something different?
1: Well, I mean, Lizzo's only been on twice, so she wouldn't have been on before.
2: I um, just, I so, so was it, it was just be, bewildering to me because I didn't understand. I couldn't find any reference of it online, and I I googled it obviously after I saw this. But I showed Bailey. You know, I was like, "Hey, look at this thing! It's this is definitely you know Kyle Mooney, and this is definitely Lizzo as Baby Groot." So, was it a video it was on the, on Weekend Update of their TV? It was a yeah a video of a TV playing uh, 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 Kyle as baby Yoda and Lizzo in all black with a little stick figure on her chest and she was baby Groot and she was basically saying like I'm it was basically I'm not a little bitch like that was her whole thing as baby Groot so I don't know when this happened I I, dude I'm, I'm not dreaming this I'm not okay you know what.
0: I'm trying to look up stuff about this. This is a
2: real thing that happened. You've never been to TikTok. All
1: right, all right. Let's go. Let's move on to uh, best uh, sketch of the night. Let's do that one first. Um, Black-eyed peas. Yeah, it's black-eyed peas. Black-eyed peas. Yeah, I agree. It was the best. uh, uh, With a second place, the TikTok sketch. Um, Let's move to. All right. Um, let's do um, MVP of the night for the cast members. I will say this Mikey Day was in six, Scutches, Chris Red was in six, Bo and Yang was in six, um, Kate. Uh, oh, okay. Kate okay so was in five, I'm so. going to interrupt
0: you real quick. I did find what Ben is talking about, and it's, it's Lizzo as Baby Grew. But I think what it is is I wonder if the, this TV looks like it might be in like the SNL offices or the writers room or something and so i wonder if some whoever runs this tiktok or whatever was like at the show behind the scenes and was watching dress rehearsal on like probably their closed circuit TV inside the studio and that's where this came from because it's a legit thing it's yeah. not like Yeah.
1: do you guys know um-
0: so yeah Nate
2: I'm sorry you just kind of glossed over that because you were making fun of me that this might not be a real thing I'd like to you to say that yeah it was a real thing
1: uh, I'll do my own I'll do my own research okay <laughs>
2: Get the vaccine already, would
1: you? <laughs> um, do you guys know, uh, so they put the Cut for Time sketches on YouTube, or at least one or two of them, sometimes three, but usually just one or two. Um, are there more than that?
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so... They're, I'm, I'm willing to bet that if there are sketches that like just totally bomb or something like that, that they don't put them up, or yep. they have technical issues, So these or, are Cut
1: for Time... The ones they put on YouTube are probably the Cut for Time ones that they admit themselves they, yeah, like, could have been in the yeah. show. What
2: I've heard is dress rehearsal is about two hours long. Yeah. And so that's all full of sketches that get cut. You got to whittle that down to an hour and a half, right? Yep. So yeah. uh, plus the musical uh, stuff, so wow, you know that's that's a lot of extra sketches. Yeah.
1: So so very well could have been one of the yeah exactly. It didn't make it to their YouTube channel. Didn't do that. They weren't planning on publicizing it, but it looks like somebody did some kind of like gorilla YouTubing and yep. put it on there. So thanks to the TikTok, we can see that now. Oh right?
0: boy, I yeah TikTok's not ruining everything. Uh, TikTok can still suck a dick. Oh, easy there, suck killer. Suck a TikTok.
2: Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> I pray for all right. you every day. Right. We cut all
1: that
0: out. All
1: right. So, um Mikey Day, Chris Redbow and Yang, Kate McKinney and Thompson, any of those guys hit the uh best of MVP of the night for you. What guys? do you think?
0: Uh so uh, I'm actually pulling a bend this time because I didn't do my full fledged S N L review oh, because you- uh, I felt like shit.
2: Wait a minute. So so you're you're going you the, so the production design is gonna win? No no
0: no, I'm just gonna pull out of my ass is what I Oh, mean. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought of it ahead of time. I thought you, were, you know what? The uh the window dressing. I'm gonna give it to the janitor. A... They they cleaned up the set it in the was studio so real nice. Clean. Uh no, I think I, I think I'm gonna go with um
2: Sorry, I haven't thought about it either, so if that helps. Yeah,
0: it does not. You want me to go first? Yeah. Aristotle. <laughs> the haircut alone. I got think me. I think it's a toss-up between uh, Keenan and Andrew Dismukes for me. Why? I I just liked Andrew Dismukes in the Beanie Baby sketch. I love. I like it. He- it was hilarious to me. Um, I loved him in. He was good in the Throne Room one. The Throne Room yeah. one, and then and then also the the Please Don't Destroy sketch it was it was funny. Like just him coming in three times, and be like and just you know the songs like, go, oh, well, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah.
2: No, and I honestly, I liked Andrew a lot. I, I'm gonna give it to Cecily Strong. Uh, the, the yeah, Fergie thing why, okay. absolutely got me. I mean, it was the, it's the first time in a long time that I can remember exactly my favorite character, my favorite yeah. performance in an episode. It blew me away how good and how much I was laughing at that. So yeah. I'm just going to give it to her because I just love that so much.
0: That's fair. She was very good in it.
1: Yeah. It was hard for me to not pick somebody from that black eyed piece sketch oh, as man. well because it's so, so good. good. But I wrote down Andrew Smig's too. I just thought everything that he brought when he was in it, Yeah, he really, I think he added to the sketch. I'm yes. also going to throw
2: it out there that Honorable mentioned to Bo and Yang because not only was anyone, yep. how many was he in? He, Six? Yeah. And then both cut for times.
1: Mm-hmm. He was in
2: both cut for times, including yeah. one that he had to sing in. And then and it was both actually, he had to sing in. So good for him.
1: No, and that's what I'm saying. You know, again, Mikey Day was in a lot of sketches. Kate was in five. Keenan was in five. But you know, you got Chris and Bowen in, in in leading the sketches in the number of sketches they're in. So you've got these guys that are younger that haven't gotten their seven or eight years in, and they could lead the they could lead the cast. You know,
2: uh, past couple episodes, I haven't seen as much. And I'm not. It's gonna sound weird because I like I like. You know, I've said like I'm in love with Heidi Gardner. I want her, but I I haven't seen her as much. Exactly what you sound like. It does, but I haven't seen her as much lately. Yeah, and I wonder why that is. Like she's you know, oh, who I haven't you.
1: seen, Pete Davidson.
0: Hmm. Well, we all, <laughs> but yeah, Heidi, she hasn't been doing any like prominent characters like yeah. in that weekend update. Like she frequently and I, I miss her on the
2: show because like she is
0: right there with Chris Red
2: and with Mikey Day, in my opinion, as like the next generation of these guys that need to be front and center. So I want to see more of her, I want to see more of Chris Red. I want to see, uh, I, I, it's hard to say you want to see more of Boney Yang because he's in a lot, but I want to continue to see him. I mean, I do enjoy that AD Bryant and Cecily Strong and Keenan and and uh, Kate are there. As these stalwart, you know, all-timers that are going to be able to, to be in a sketch. Yeah. But I, I, I do really want those that next mid-level staff, let's say, to, to cast to get up in there.
0: Yeah. I need it.
2: I need it. I want it.
1: All right, uh, Brad, what's coming up? I know we got a, a week or two break, right?
0: Yeah, Bennett Cumberbatch is going to be hosting Saturday Night Live. He's in something coming up, right? He is. He's, Power of the Dog. He's in a, a, a remake of Howard the Duck. <laughs> I would watch that movie. I would watch that movie. Uh, but yes, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is coming up, so he's going to be hosting here very soon. That movie I'm, comes I'm out. I'm
1: so stoked about that, by the way. Oh, yeah, for I sure. I'm so excited Me about too. it.
0: As of right now I have plans to see it three times in, <laughs> that, in that first week are do you really yeah and, and it's but and it's like just unique circumstances because a I'm going to the press screening on May 2nd Humble are, are they gonna be there are you going to be there no they never are during the press screening okay. really um do you want me to go with you uh, I can't bring guests actually. There Marvel Marvel is, Marvel <laughs> is playing. Lie. That is a lot. No no Marvel is playing this super close to the vest actually. you bring in your mouth, This is yeah. the first time in a while that the uh a screening for a Marvel movie hasn't has happened like uh not more than a week before uh the screen. Like there's there's gonna be big stuff in here. So they're trying to avoid spoilers at yeah, all I, costs. I feel
1: like this is gonna be a monumental Marvel for them yeah. to, to 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 evolve where they're going in yeah, the future, yeah.
0: right? So I'm seeing it on on May second. This isn't even part of the SNL podcast. Who fucking cares? Uh, I'm okay. I'm seeing it May second on Monday. Listening
1: by this time, we're fine.
0: I'm going to see it uh, um, on the opening night Thursday in the afternoon. Ben's going to. I won't be there. Why? Did really?
2: It... I'm go- I forgot. I'm going to Vegas that weekend. <laughs> I bought ten tickets. And I can't use them now. You can, you can get a refund, actually. Okay, I'm going to do that. Then.
0: Um, anyway, so uh, I'm doing that. And then, in, in a unique situation, actually, this doesn't really ever happen with modern movies, let alone Marvel movies. Uh, there are a few lo- theaters around the nation that are playing Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness on 35mm. They're actually showing it on film. Uh, and the music box is doing that in Chicago, so I'm going to go do that as well. I just plan to watch it on when it releases on TikTok. Oh, boy. I was just watch it on
2: my phone. That's it, yeah. As it was meant to be seen, yeah,
1: exactly. Bing mom, uh, who is the um who's the musical guest? Do you remember? Oh, I, I forget. Idea? Yeah, I don't know. Is that the last episode of the the season? I don't think so.
0: I think no, that's just the be... first. That's probably the first of the last, like May. Round yeah, of it. Have, they year, should yeah. have three more. Okay,
2: great. So I am hoping to get Bill Hader. I would love him to come back,
0: and that would be great. All right, well, um, uh, so yeah, we'll be we'll be back, um, when Benedict hosts uh, on May seventh. Yeah, we'll, so well, after that, we'll get an we'll
1: episode do it. there the ninth or so. And
0: Arcade Fires, the musical guest. Oh, I love Arcade Fires so much. Okay, great. And um, they've done sketches before, too. So. Yeah, they have.
1: Yep. All right, uh, Bradford, while you're talking, let's give a, a little bit of shout out where they can find you online.
0: Uh, at Ethan Underscore Anderton on Twitter, uh, slashroomdaily.com. Uh, writing about movies and TV, news. Doing more editing than writing these days, really. But, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff I'm doing over there. Slash Daily podcast as well. Please check that out. And uh, yeah, just uh, like, subscribe and rate this podcast. tell your friends.
1: Uh, let me let me let me give a, a plug for a slash film because it is a great site. but one of the things I use it for often is uh, masturbation. Know, uh, not that. Um, <laughs> but I do use it for the trailers. Uh, you guys have a great uh, part of your your site is just uh, posting new trailers and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And so I'm subscribed to a lot of trailer kind of um, uh, stuff on YouTube, but it's just easier to go to your website and see yeah. all the good ones. So
2: uh, I go for the
0: crossword. Yeah, we do have a pretty good slash film crossword. All right. Hey. <laughs> slash word cross film. Cross film slash word. Hey, Benjamin. Yeah.
1: Where could people find you?
2: Oh, man, all around. They are sitting on this couch. But
1: you know, what, le- you know what? Less of you now
0: than they could before. 30 pounds down, baby. So you know, 30 pounds down. You know where I wish we could find you guys is in theaters, seeing everything everywhere all at once. I almost went the other night. Try again. I
1: can't go because I can't get popcorn.
0: It's in Michigan City, and you don't have to get popcorn. Just just take like fruit movies snacks are, or something. Movies <laughs> aren't movies
2: without popcorn. They're
0: not. <laughs> then take healthy popcorn. They got smart choice popcorn, whatever it's called. It's
1: not as good without popcorn. <laughs>
0: Put, put your own butter I'm on they, never, got they got plant butter out there buddy
2: I'm, I'm never going to I re, you know again. what I want if anybody's actually listening to this podcast I want you to uh, the next time we put something on, on Facebook if you're listening this long say something <laughs> A- anything Like, say just let, something let me know or we're giving so, up the show made, just <laughs> let me know that I you're made watching. it to
1: the end of I, this I, dumb I, podcast like if you, if that's you, what I want you to if write you I com- made it no. to the end of your dumb podcast if you
0: comment pineapple. on Ben's post about the show you say pineapple in the comments that's all you need pineapple I know you read it this part and Ben will send you a hat? <laughs> no, I won't. No,
1: no a, a Laporte seamless gutter hat. Can no, hat? no, 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 not even. Not? No, not? no,
0: not even a Laporte seamless gutter hat. Any hat? <laughs> <laughs> he'll find oh, a you, random hat and he'll I'll send it to find you. A hat and send oh. it. Just right.
2: comment pineapple.
1: That's
0: All right. How many people do it? You can me not online.
1: Uh, first logs. person gets
2: a hat. Fine. First person gets a hat.
1: Guys, I'm trying to end this thing. Okay, all right. right? You can find me online. Just try it. Um,
2: <laughs> I right. dare you. Just we'll try be it. Back and dare Just us. Come <laughs> after me, man. We'll
1: be back in a couple weeks, you yahoos. Keep listening. Subscribe. Like us. You Five know. stars, if you please. Five Let stars. Let us know you're listening, and be good to yourself and others. Bye.